The To Die For Daily Podcast is brought to you by R is for Revenge Dress, written by Kinsey Schofield and published by Post Hill Press. R is for Revenge Dress explores the celebrated life of Princess Diana through the alphabet, hitting bookshelves November of 2022. Pre-order R is for Revenge Dress at Amazon or Barnes & Noble today. Love the British monarchy. You've come to the right place. Welcome to the To Die For Daily Podcast with Kinsey Schofield. Take it away, Kinsey. Thank you so much for talking to the To Die For Daily Podcast. Um, Hollywood Raw, I'm a huge fan. Dax Holt, just to give a little bit of your backstory, I mean, TMZ for 12 years, that was like, you know, you were you were the face for so long. And then you also worked at Extra Access Hollywood, so you are Hollywood, just entertainment, it's in your blood. And then Adam, um, I love Howard Stern. I actually met him once, he was super nice. So, and you guys actually talk about how you are who you associate with, so obviously, you're great people because Howard's great people um, and then you you are just fearless when it comes to asking people to talk to you uh, the the Jeff Bezos interview that went bonkers online that really had no substance but it was just <laughs> hilarious that you had the audacity to get in this guy's face and ask him a question um, so it's so interesting that you two combined have created this really great podcast it's so fun to listen to and you really are giving the behind the scenes of what it's like to be in Hollywood work in Hollywood and you know talking to these people that are in these inner circles. So thank you for taking the time to talk to To Die For Daily. Uh, we're not worthy as Wayne's World. <laughs> no, thank you. Thanks for having us. And thank you for having the exact same backdrop as me. I love it. That's what makes this whole thing amazing. How did like, we happen like to pick I pretending that we're neighbors. Right? <laughs> we're literally filming out of the same room overlooking the skyline of LA with the same uh, sunset in the backdrop. We're so lucky. Um, all right, so I wanted to talk to you guys about Meghan and Harry because they are in this really weird place of being royalty and celebrity, but not enough of either one, really. It's kind of strange. They're in just this limbo. About a year ago, you guys did a podcast that took off with a paparazzi that shot the very first pictures of them together, and he revealed that Meghan you know, used to stage paparazzi pictures do you think that that is still the case today or are they really these private characters that they tell us they want to be adam i'll let you take that one i think at the moment um based on what i'm seeing because you know i we have access to see some of the paparazzi photos before they hit the media before they hit the news sites so from what i'm seeing right now i do think they're hanging low but i think it is strategic I do think they're, you know, I think eventually they're going to need the media to kind of um, elevate their careers since they're not involved with the family anymore. Um, but I do think there are, there really are hanging alone. We don't see any photos of them anymore. And if you don't want to be seen, you won't be seen. So I, I you know, they they stay out of the way. They, you know, they're only seen when they go to a, a big event. So uh, yeah, I, I do think they're, they're backing up what they said they're going to do. Yeah, I'll, I'll, For piggyback, now. I'll piggyback on that and say that they are such a money maker for the paparazzi that the paparazzi would be all over them. You would see their every single move 
if they wanted to or they wanted to let you see their every move but you don't you see random sporadic photos here and there them up in santa barbara or they'll come down for an event but you really don't see them doing their mundane tasks like going to a grocery store filling up with gas like that's when you know that like they're giving it up for the paparazzi when you see the kardashians at the gas station when you see britney spears like that's because they're allowing the paps to see them and follow them and tail them and do all that kind of stuff. And you're just not seeing that with Harry and, and Megan. Which I'm surprised that they're able to stay so low, especially being in California, because they're they're so their value for a photo for photographers is so high that they aren't able to be seen or be shot is pretty incredible. Well, I mean, that's another question for you, Adam. Sorry, Dax, you know you're my favorite, but ch just just one more second. Um, <laughs> that's another question for you, Adam. Do you think that photographers might be a little sensitive towards Prince Harry because of his mother? I don't think so. I I, I, uh, I don't think there's any, there's, there's no sympathy from the photographers. At the end of the day, everyone is trying to eat. So it would be nice if there was some sympathy. However, people know the value of these photos. Um, their name is not attached to it. So it's not like they're going to, unless they don't want their name to be, unless they want their name to be attached, but then they, you know, cash is green. They want money. Um, I don't think there's any sympathy from the photographers from Diana. Wow. Regarding wow. Diana. Okay. Dax, were you in the newsroom? Because it's my understanding that the, the pictures crossed your desk first at TMZ, like that you purchased pictures that that was but yeah so my job at tmz i was uh the head of the clips clearance department so i was managing all the videos photos anything that would come in from the outside world whether that be from paparazzi whether it be from a fan that shot a photo whether it be a person just happened to be in the right place right time they would come into me and i would then you know pitch them out to the news desk on the tv show and then if we liked them i'd go ahead and uh, secure them so were, did you have anything to do with the Prince Harry's Vegas romp? Was that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> First of all, I just have to say I desperately miss that Prince Harry. Like, I miss when he was, like, the bad boy of the royal family. He is now in a different way. But I miss, like, Harry falling out of nightclubs and having cigarettes in his hand, if I'm being honest. Can you tell? Can you revisit that and tell me what that was like when that happened? Oh, God, I remember these photos coming in. Um and again, you're right. This was a different time. Like Harry was like crazy, wild, fun guy, you know, like you. So when these photos came across, it was almost like it wasn't that weird. You know, you kind of expect you're like, oh, it's Harry being Harry again, like wanting to like piss off his family because, <laughs> you know, like that's kind of what it came across as. And you're like, yes, this is fun. Prince Harry in a Vegas room, you know, playing uh, strip pool or whatever it was that day. But just photos of Harry just ass naked around the pool table. And I just remember being like, this is the most amazing set of photos that have come across this. I mean, and I've seen some crazy stuff, but like a royal naked in Vegas. I mean, that's like creme de la creme there. Oh my gosh. And you know, there was a huge controversy overseas because they were trying to kill your photos and they didn't want them to cross over there. What is it like to be in the middle of a storm like that where you realize that you have really pissed people off like the, the palace is trying to kill your story yeah but there's nothing they can do like their photos from i'm sorry america with inside of a hotel room like that that you know and the thing that i think that they were upset with is because you know they were trying to make it like 
shield Harry from the world. But at the time, I think at the same time, this is Harry. This is who he is. He's fun. He's crazy. He's like, you know, a lot of these 20 year olds partying in Vegas, like he just wants to have a good time. I don't think those photos affected Harry like they affected the family. Like, I think for him, he's like, hey, like I'm, I'm a blast. And so, you know, I, I don't think he was as hurt with those getting out as as everyone else. But they, they couldn't stop him at that point. You know, they were already published on the website. You can't you can't get them removed. But Dax, let me ask you this. You, you hear the stories that, you know, I hate to say this, but like Putin, you know, where like when he's messed with journalists, he puts something in their drink and kills them. For someone like you, I always when you do a story, when you're you're dealing with royalty, do you ever feel nervous that there might be some backlash coming to you? from me someone as, me as the random news guy on the photo desk no harvey levin maybe <laughs> but me no i, I was good <laughs> no that's so funny um you know i also was watching a documentary not too long ago and they talked about how the next day after the pictures were posted there were shots of prince harry scrolling like nervously on his cell phone outside of the hotel like you're wondering if he's refreshing the tmz comments or something no that's... that was him reading through grandma's text uh <laughs> dad's text brother's text oh god what have i got why going is, home to why is camilla texting me <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Um, so there was a polo event yesterday, Sunday, where Harry and Meghan uh, attended, Harry played. And um, there was a lot of criticism online because the invitation suggested that people should dress in Kentucky Derby wear. Mm -hmm. And some royal watchers called it royal cosplay, uh, you know, in, insulting them because it, they're saying if you want it out of the royal fold, stop trying to pretend that you're royalty in the States. I don't know. I'm really into the idea of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle polo weekends. It's very Santa Barbara. It's it seems authentic to me. What is your personal opinion seeing their history um, on on how they're trying to brand themselves in the States right now? I would say that, like, that's probably people over in the UK saying that because here in America, Prince Harry and Meghan are still royalty to us. We don't care what they think over in the UK. You guys can be mad at them. You can be upset that they left. You can side with the royal family. Whatever you want. Sorry, they're royalty here in America. And by all means, dress up, play royal, have a good time because we are here for it. Yeah, no, I agree with Dax. It's no matter what they do, even though they left the royalty, they are still royalty. They'll always be treated as royalty. Um, I have not ran into them since they've, officially moved to America. I'm curious how they roll around. Like when they go to one of these events, the security for them, you know, I'm scared. I'm, I'm, you know, again, I was just with Jeff Bezos. I was just with, I saw Elon Musk and I see how their security rolls. I'm curious how Prince Harry's security rolls with Megan. Um, it doesn't look like they're hiding based on the photos I saw. Like they're, they're sort of kissing at their, they're kissing a lot at the, at the event, but yes, they, no matter what they're, I think they're always going to be royalty. Well, I don't know. The Netflix show really seems like if it is what people are saying it's going to be, which is this reality show, um, Kardashian style, I do wonder if it would t dent the the mystique that is associated with royalty. But I honestly don't know if that's what they're going for. They I think that it'll try to be it'll try to be charity related, relevant to, to changing the world towards the better. But to me, and you're, you're probably more familiar with this than I am, they, I never, they're so, I never know what's gonna happen with them. I cannot guess to save my life what they're gonna do next. They are just so interesting and, and change direction so often.
Yeah, I think I think there will be some kind of you're not going to get an Osborne's out of them. Let, let's be realistic. They're not going to do it. And if they do, then I, I think that there would be it would be pretentious in regards to, oh, we're doing this for charity or we're doing this to raise awareness. Not exactly the reality show I want to watch. I would much rather watch Newlyweds version of <laughs> Harry and Meghan. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I, you know, that's not how Meghan rolls. I think that she wants that like up, upward momentum type thing, you know, where she looks good. And that's not what a reality show does. One of my favorite videos, though, was when they're at the events. It was like a red carpet event. And Harry went up to Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, and was basically... Uh, lobbying saying, Hey, you should see me. It was just so funny. Like talking about Megan and her voiceover work. And it was so, I don't think he realized like it was just, it was awkward and uncomfortable to see that he was lobbying for her work. I get it though, because you're talking to the CEO of, of, of Disney. So I don't know that to me was one of my favorite videos. And um, I don't think Harry understands how the business works, but I don't know. I'm curious to see what her first role is going to be, or she's going to, um, cause she, I think she's going to decide she's still going to work. I mean, that's, she's that's what she does. And the craziest thing about that video is that they're like standing next to Jay-Z and Beyonce. And he's like, are you sure you, you want to get like, you should give her a listen. Like she's really talented. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he, he's straight pitching her like, like shark tank. Like you're watching a shark tank episode and they're standing next to Jay-Z and Beyonce. And you're like, this is not it. This is not the right yeah. time. It's like, not the way you do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's have coffee. Let's go to the polo lounge. We'll figure it out. Um, no, that's so funny that you brought that up. Cause I felt the same way, but I mean, they're so strange because at the end of the day, I really think I'm, I like them. I enjoy, I enjoy following their journey, but there's so much uh, hatred towards them. Do you, do you see that hate in America? I don't feel like I see that hate in America. I feel like it's all in the UK and I don't know why, like, I don't, I don't know why people dislike number one, her. Uh, and I don't know why they dislike them. Like when I watched that Harry interview um, from a couple weeks ago, when he was doing the Evictus games and he was, who did he sit down with? Hoda, Hoda maybe? Yeah. Hoda. Yeah. yeah. I sat down with Hoda. I just thought that that interview was so interesting. This, like she's asking questions and the way he was asking, like, do you miss your family? He's like, well, I miss living here. Like, yeah, you can tell he has a lot of disdain for his family. And I think if you watch The Crown and you watch some of these TV shows that have unfolded and showed what like the royal life is really like, I think you kind of sympathize for him. You're like, that's not a normal family. That's not like how people treat each other. That's, not, you know, like he's kind of grown up and maybe it's Megan that's helped him realize like, this is not what it should be like. You should all love each other. You should all like hang out together and, and enjoy each other's company. And that's clearly not the case. And, uh, you know, I think that when I watch these interviews, I feel bad for him. I feel bad. I feel like his mom was the rock in his life that showed him the love and showed in. And, and now she's gone and he's stuck with two grumpy ass old men. <laughs> but he does. It, it, Megan, like Adam said, very affectionate yesterday at the polo event. She does seem to love him. And I'm always team like, if hey, if you're getting out of Megan what you were lacking, then I am team you. Like, continue to do that. I, I don't want them to be destructive towards the royal family because I love the royal family. Um, but I, I do love that they love each other. And, and I'm very supportive of that. Um, Adam, would you have the the gonads to to approach them on the street if you saw them like if, if it was of a Bezos situation where 1000 
thousand percent. I mean, in all respect to Diana, to approach anyone. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> listen. It's you know, I got to eat, man. So it, this is how I make my money. This is how I live. So I. What uh, would you ask taking, them? What would you ask them? Honestly, I, for, <laughs> to be honest with you, I. It, this is not good questions, but it's interesting questions because someone like him. For, all right, if you're if you're just listening to now, I have to. I ask people on the street. I have. A, I've, I'm holding a camera. I try to talk to them. I try to interview them on the street. With someone like him, I don't know how he's going to react. So I would try to, and I'm going to be totally honest. I would bait him a little bit. When I mean bait him, I would ask him a very very softball question just to kind of like hear him, just to hear his personality, like. Honestly, to be like, hey, man, what TV shows are you watching? What shows are you and Megan binging on to the same question that Jeff Bezos ignored me on? But what book would you recommend to people to how do we make polo big in America? You know, it's these questions that you just want him to speak on that they're not too um, they're not provocative or they're not anything that's going to piss him off or, you know, again, maybe during conversation, I'll get into it a little bit more. But my first question would be just to break the ice a little bit to unharm him. Uh, does that make sense to bring the wall down? Um, so I think that's really it is. I'm curious what TV shows he watches. I mean, that's a very basic. I want to know if he watches Ozark because I love Ozark. <laughs> that's really what I would do. But oh no, my so- gosh, we we got we should have freed Marty Bird a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that's what I would do. And the thing is, too, it, it's funny. I think I would still. I think I'll always refer to him. I don't think you'll ever lose that title, but he'll always be Prince Harry. I agree. I totally agree. Um, Dax, I know you two are pop culture junkies. What do you think about, and I know this is a crazy question, but I keep seeing it online, the comparisons between Meghan Markle and Amber Heard. Have you seen these and what are your feelings towards them? Wow. No, that that's, that's <laughs> yeah. brutal. That is brutal because right now, I mean, Amber Heard is just getting destroyed on social media. Again, I, I said it before, I don't know why people dislike Megan so much like I don't get it I, I I don't have those same feelings for her so I would say that's kind of a jacked up comparison personally <laughs> you know uh, I I like Megan I like Harry and um so I'm gonna say whoever's making those comparisons can go screw themselves oh. <laughs> <laughs> um you know you you talked and I know I, I I asked you to talk about the royal family and my podcast is about the royal family but I have one more Johnny Depp question because I'm obsessed okay. um, you have said multiple times in your podcasts as I've listened throughout the, several months that you know you judge people by who they associate with and i've loved that i think zig ziglar used to say you are who you associate with um and johnny depp's attorney or johnny depp's attorneys they're great but johnny depp's security guards had to testify in this trial and i really want to party with those guys and they and they're in their TikToks, their social media they're hilarious singing in the backseat of cars um do you think that his company the company he keeps has represented him well throughout this trial adam you want to talk to him and take it i i mean yeah i would say they they represented what kind of guy johnny depp is i always say this when it comes to celebrities because i deal with a lot of celebrities you could tell how the celebrity is based on the people they surround themselves with and the guys he surrounds himself to like his friends, like they're like, they're fun guys. And Johnny Depp from my experience is a, you know, he's a great guy. He's very nice. He's very good to the fans. Uh, he's like, he's, he's an interesting guy. He's a unique guy. I mean, obviously he's has some issues and has some, and he's went through some trouble, but he treats people well, at least the people that work for him, maybe not ever heard, but, um, 
Yeah, I, I think uh, I think it kind of shows what kind of guy he is. I think the people he surrounds himself, the, the people he surrounds himself with, are just a, you know, a part of his personality. Yeah, and Dax, um, on the same level, Harry and Meghan friends with a person on your biggest jerk list. Ellen uh -oh. DeGeneres. Oh, I was like, wait, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. You know what? Really close to Ellen. That's true, but that might also be okay. So here's the thing about Ellen. Ellen may be a jerk to a lot of people. However, she's good to her friends and people within her same level. You know what I'm saying? So like, she's and, and you got to realize like. She lives up in Montecito, right next to Oprah, right next to Meghan and Harry. So, like, there's those are the people that you're going to hang out with and associate with. Oh, come over and have dinner because you guys are in that, like, we can relate to each other. We can, you know, we live next to each other. I, I think that Ellen's probably very good to all of her friends. She's just maybe not the best boss on the planet. Oh, you got me on that one, though. <laughs> You know what's so funny, though, about Ellen, though? I feel like she's not she potentially might not be that bad of a person. I just think she needed to be grounded as a boss because she didn't realize what she was doing, because from my experiences, again, she's always been pretty decently nice. However, when I worked for a former company, Dax, um, I was told not to shoot her if I saw her to walk the other way. Um, and I don't know if there was an issue. I was maybe she reached out to them and said, hey, like, do not, sh you know, I, I don't want these guys bother me or anything. And I didn't bother her, but she was somewhat nice. But she didn't, you know, but uh, it was interesting that she had that type of pull saying, hey, if you see me, don't even come to me. OK, well, I'm going to let you guys go. But I did want to ask one final question. Do either of you have any royal stories, any royal encounters or any, you know, like, did you love Princess Diana? Any other royal associations? We we have we've had a a Megan encounter. What? Go go. <laughs> she listened to our podcast. <gasps> Megan Markle listened to our podcast, and it was the Mike the Situation episode. It's so random. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this happened. So we had Simon Rex on. Um, I don't know a year and a half ago who co-starred with her and Simon Rex had basically come on our podcast and was talking all about how right before the royal wedding there were all these reporters hitting him up saying hey we heard that you and Megan dated and he goes well we, we co-starred in a, in, in a show together and they said no 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 we heard you guys dated and we are willing and he said this for the first time on our podcast we want to pay you $70,000 to lie and say that you guys hooked up and had sex and he goes, no, I wouldn't take the offer. And so we broke this huge story about him refusing a massive payday to lie about her, basically to ruin her name before her wedding. And this became massive. Well, she ended up listening to the episode, hearing him talk about how he, he wouldn't do it. And she sent him a handwritten letter saying, thank you for basically standing by your morals. Oh, wow. And you know, she's got such nice handwriting. So I'd, <laughs> you know, I'd, he, I'd frame that. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He said he's got it framed up on his wall. I just thought, how cool. Number one, we got the story out of him. Number two, she listened to us talking about this and sent him a letter. Like the whole story is just amazing and like blew our minds when we found out about it.
but oh and i've heard that story i just that's amazing that you guys broke it but i'm not surprised because i i mean i can't there's not a day goes by that i'm not scrolling through page six and i don't see your names so, um, <laughs> uh, well and i it, the, to be involved somehow in the royal wedding i mean the biggest mm -hmm. event in in recent years that's incredible that you have a say in that i'm so impressed but i just want to say for the record if anybody ever wants to assume i dated simon rex i'm okay with that <laughs> <laughs> simon's awesome by the way he was a really fun interview the guy was just so down like down to earth and real and fun really enjoyed that interview and it, it was one of those people that he just how did we even get him adam i don't even remember i like, think it, I, I i we reached out we we're like hey we love the interview this was before he did the red rocket the, the movie that kind of blew up this past year and we were just so interested in him we were just so uh and it was we just thought he was a unique guy his connections with like paris hilton and nicole ritchie and kim kardashian like those were the stories we were looking for and then he gave us this like at the end yeah gold and it blew up and became the biggest story out there um, you guys have a lot of people I love on your podcast too, because I was so excited to see Ashley Parker Angel. Like, you know, the girl, <laughs> the boy band girl in me was like exploding inside. So I just wanted to greatly, um, you know, thank you for that. Adam, have you run into um, William or Catherine ever on the streets of New York? I, you know what, you know who I ran into on the streets of New York and so pretty in person. And I was actually just like, she was kind of charming. Pippa, Pippa oh. Middleton. Remember wow. Pippa? Yeah. Uh, do we still talk? To, does she, is she still covered that much or is she still? She is in the UK, but not so much here. So I ran into Pippa. This is her first time back to New York when she became the sensation from Kate's wedding. And she came to New York and she was at the Soho house. And I remember all the paparazzi were going crazy for her, you know, and she wasn't like a star where she had security. Like she was a normal person. So I remember like, here's my move at the time. I thought she was single and I was like, I'm going to hit on her. And I started hitting on her on the street and I, and I filmed it and she was loving it. She was laughing. She was feeling it. And I actually thought like she was like feeling the kid and uh, it just didn't obviously didn't go anywhere, but I, uh, <laughs> but it was funny. I like the video was like online. I think I was at TMZ at the time and I filmed her trying to like hit on her. Like, damn, Pippi, look, I, I forgot what I was saying, but she was very charming, very pretty. She stood out. She had like this, like just natural look to her, but very cool. Very nice. Um, and I remember that weekend she was here. She went to the U.S. Open and my buddies were in the same suite as her. And she was super nice, taking photos with everyone. And she just became like a big star for like that couple months. You know, it slowed down. I don't think she's been to the state since. But yeah, she was an interesting one. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to the To Die For Daily podcast, Dax and um, Adam. I love a Hollywood Raw. I cannot wait for the next episode. I've given you my five star review and um, <laughs> so much fun to listen to you guys gab about what's really going on in L.A. So thank you so much for your time today. And I'm a huge fan. Oh, thank you so much. Thank for you. Us. This was fun. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the To Die For Daily podcast with Kinsey Schofield. A transcript of this chat is available at todiefordaily.com. Please subscribe to hear more from your favorite royal commentators. Cheers.